0: Hi, today is May 14th. Uh, welcome to the Theta Game Podcast, the official podcast of ThetaGame.com. I'm your host, Juni, and thanks for tuning in. These are only my opinions, and anything said in this podcast, a future podcast, should not be considered financial advice. I have stock positions in NVIDIA, AMD, and Amazon. Thanks. Okaleedokalee, your boy is starving. Uh, and wants to finish his podcast as fast as possible, so we'll see how quick uh, he can end this one, Um, because (laughs) this is going to just turn into a McDonald's ad. Uh, McDonald's has this thing right now where uh, there's the Quarter Pounder, there's the Big Mac, and there's the 10-piece Chicken Nugget, and if you go and you order a Big Mac, you could get to get another one of those three items for just a dollar more. But... I already did this deal thing, and then I found something that you can't do. You can't order a meal and then get a dollar the one of those for a dollar more. Like you can't order a big Mac meal and then get a quarter pounder for a dollar more. Like you need to get like you can't get those three things together. You can't get a big Mac and fries and drink. You can get like a big Mac and fries. And then order a quarter pounder. And then I bet like in the next order you can just like ask them, hey, can I get a drink? But like that's just a heads up. (laughs) Oh, I'm starving, I'm starving, I'm starving. Um, But getting into this, sorry for the McDonald's pitch. Um, That is definitely where I'm I'm about to go. Uh, No emails to go through today. Uh, I received a lot of very heartwarming emails um, that I will save for another time uh, that can potentially be their own episodes. Um, But looking at uh, some of the earnings that we went through last week, um, just because the earnings whispers for this week is not up yet, so you guys and girls won't hear me list uh, the earnings for next week or this coming week. Which is good because the market is pretty turbulent right now. But we'll get into that in today's episode topic. Um, I'm gonna look through here. I'm gonna, we're gonna we're gonna do this live. We're gonna do this live. So uh, last week, Roblox uh, reported Roblox stock. Let's see. Let's see how they did. Roblox stock. Um, honestly, I can't even tell if they killed there or not. Um, let me let me see here. Monday, they did. They did. So they shot up pretty heavy. Um, Gonna look at Palantir here. Palantir. Oh, it's still trading at twenty bucks. I would. I'm going to say that they did not kill it. Although they did go up, I'm pretty sure it's due to um, tech weakness too that they're going down. Um, It's just not really fair to look at a lot of companies right now, uh, just because the market in general. Has been going down. Um, but it's good to see. I also heard that like Disney went down. Disney stock. I've been seeing Disney on short lists. That's what the gurus call their list of stocks they don't like. Um, yeah. I mean, wow. Wow. Why, why is Disney... Why is Disney not... good? Disney doesn't have a pe and e ratio? I thought it had... I thought it was um, I thought it was positive in profits. What is happening? That is interesting. Okay. Well, uh, Disneyland or Disney, I mean, cuz of Disney plus um, doesn't have a P/E ratio. That is alarming. Why am I not Why am I, do I just need to refresh? No. They don't have a P/E ratio anymore. I'm pretty dang sure that they had a P/E ratio before. Um, so that's a shame. Uh, let's look at BABA stock, some Chinese stocks for you here. Uh, going back to um, Monday, Monday, there's a short dip, we traded flat, and then yeah, Wednesday, Thursday was super scary. Um, nothing nothing really notable to note about BABA as terms of the chart. Um, something I want to point out though is that there's, there's a few really good setups happening right now. Uh, so I, and I'm not gonna tell you if it's bullish or bearish because that's that's how much I just want you just to look at the chart but uh, you should look at Facebook at the 300 price that's pretty cool um, and uh, was it home Depot because this I mentioned this on the stream um, Home Depot at what like the 320 area is pretty sweet if you need to diversify your portfolio away from tech because I know a lot of people have been really really Investing in tech and they're really feeling it now. Mr. Krabs with the uh, downturn So if you feel like you want to be caught up less in any sort of tech correction in the future Maybe consider diversifying um, into stocks like Home Depot where you get a little bit more exposure into home sales Because that's been doing pretty awesome as of late Um, But like all things all stocks go up and down and you can't explain that Um, Is there anything else? uh, Boeing, uh, this is just a personal anecdote because, uh, while I don't have Boeing stock, I do have Boeing options and, uh, I feel like I have a good heartbeat on Boeing. Um, Boeing does this thing where it rips higher and then it gets down to a support and then it rips higher again. We're at an interesting point, uh, for Boeing where that, uh, where that price action is happening again. And so I want to, to just be on audio recording saying that Boeing can potentially rip up soon, XD, <laughs> like it, it can happen. Uh, but this doesn't mean buy calls because it could break down and then you're gonna be stuck with calls that you're gonna be mad about because you'll be like, oh, Judy, what? Why did you tell me to buy calls? And because I didn't. I didn't say buy calls. It's just an interesting price point. Facebook at 300, uh, Home Depot at 320, and uh, Boeing just like look at the chart now I mean the chart just looks really like it looks like something out of a textbook and um, but here let me, let me put this in perspective so you guys and girls don't go like straight into Boeing stock and just buy it um, whenever I have these feelings where something's going to go dramatically up and like I'm really dead set on it going up it never pans out okay so please please just take this as as words of inspiration to just look at the chart but not to like necessarily buy stock or buy calls because that's not what this is all about right so pretty cool setup looking on the chart for all you technical analysis people Um, but otherwise stay course and stick to the plan Uh, and then let's head to the next section As far as is concerned, uh, no new changes have been released. Um, most of my time has been spent managing the Discord and uh, just, like, the patrons in general. Um, when times get scary, I post these, um, like, patron-exclusive memos that don't have necessarily, like, stock picks. But they have, like, words of wisdom that have helped me, um, like, not blow up. Because it really is a testament to how, uh, how far I've come personally trading. Because, uh, w- what is it now? Like I've been recording this um, for about two years now. Is that is that right? Like if I i been recording this podcast because we're on episode ninety six now. I think this is ninety six. Yeah, ninety five or ninety six, and I've never missed a week and you know we're approaching two years and i have not blown up i have not blown up and that it, it's just i've seen a lot of things in the market um trading the theta game strategy i've seen a lot more of the market without game strategies but i feel like being on the short side of the option lets me like get have a better gauge on how options are being priced because to be frank like i think if you're on the buy side of a call like your 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 mentality is so much different than being on the sell side of a covered call for example um and being able to reflect on that and the, like the almost two years that i've been doing this i get to uh, internalize a few things learn and grow but also like take mental notes and uh, you know like help out uh, patrons with like just like words of wisdom, it'd be like auto deposit stuff. It, it would be talking about like make sure you remember, uh, like what what the last correction was just like a few weeks ago. Don't over leverage. There's just like just like small stuff that um, it's that's easy to forget once in a while, um, but especially hard to um, remember during times like these. We're seeing a good bounce. We saw a good bounce uh, yesterday. Uh, as well as today, Friday, uh, May 14th. Um, And I'm hoping for a flat open on Monday. I'm not hoping for any sort of rip up, though that would be nice, but that's not like what I'm banking on. A flat open on Monday and just stabilizing here would be cool. Um, Just anything but sharp words down movement uh, because if we were to test the supports again, um, because if you guys and girls take the time to go to QQQ, the tech index, the Nasdaq, uh, and zoom out, uh, there are, there, we're at a key support and so it gets a little bit um, tricky trading here because the risk reward sort of doesn't make sense especially if you take into context like your profit loss like if you're currently green and you feel like you just want to protect your profits and you maybe sell some of your stock or close out some of your riskier positions and coast. That's pretty cool. Uh, but if you are red and you are frantically trying to uh, find the next play, maybe right now is not the risk reward you're looking for. right? Because if you're red right now and we're at this inflection point where we could break down more, uh, like f- way further more down. Um, then it might not make sense to you to take on that risk. Uh, A lot of you might be saying right now or thinking right now that, oh, Junie, why don't I just sell a cash-secured put right now? I mean, we're at an inflection point, volatility is high, why don't I just do that? And you can, you absolutely can. And maybe we bounce from here and then your cash-secured puts pay out. But chances are, you know, if we do break down from the support, now suddenly you're red and you have a position that you're stuck in. Um, that you know you could have just waited for an uptrend to see and uh, deploy your capital then. Uh, but a lot of people don't think about these things. They see a support we're at a support, they buy the dip uh, and they say like great uh, moving forward. but what they don't internalize is like that dip that you just bought could continue dipping. you just only bought the first one. So it's it's all really tricky. Some people are right now screaming into whatever they're listening to this podcast on. They're saying, oh, Junie, of course you don't you don't put in, you don't go all in on the first dip, you stupid. <laughs> I know. I know that. I know that because I, I don't do that. And I have proof on daytogay.com slash Junie. I know not to do that. Most people, though, especially beginners, they love being right on the bottom and they love being right on the top. They love guessing those and they love like those swingy type emotions and those movements in price. A lot of beginners will look at being at a support and they'll decide, hey, you know what? This is it. I don't want to miss out on the gains. I'm gonna go all in on this dip. Or maybe they don't phrase it that way where they say all in, but they end up putting like eighty percent of their portfolio and then they suddenly feel stuck when it goes down. That's why I'm trying to illustrate, is that like there's a lot of people that don't know There's a lot of veterans that listen to this podcast Remember this podcast is more catered to I'd say it's catered for everybody Each episode I'd say Doesn't cater to the full audience I think there are some beginner episodes And there are some intermediate episodes I wouldn't say that There's a lot of advanced episodes I wouldn't even consider any of my Episodes advanced but maybe the Beginners have a different um, Have a different view than I do Just because it's, it's been a while Um, but yeah, if, if you, uh, stick around and listen to the episode topic, I'll be talking a little bit more about the, the by the dip thing and hopefully you get a little bit out of that. So let's debunk that, um, buying the first dip, right? Obviously the F in BTFD stands for something else, but I thought it was a pretty clever title. So we're going to roll with that. Um, no one knows if you're buying the first dip. No one ever knows if you're at the bottom. This is something that I will, I will preach over and over again on top of my soapbox. I will say no one can call the bottom hundred percent of the time. Anyone that's 100% sure that it's the bottom, I promise, I promise, there's no way in heckin' uh, that's true. Um, the, the market takes no prisoners. It, it, it's when you are the most sure, it will make sure that you understand uh, that the market is like the ocean. It's very beautiful, but it's very violent. It's going to catch you by surprise a lot of times if you are not aware of your surroundings. And that's, uh, that's a great topic for today. If you look at uh, QQQ, if you look at uh, some of the ARK ETFs, if you look at a lot of um, places like semiconductors even, like AMD, if you look at uh, NVIDIA, uh, there's a lot of stocks that are currently at a support. And it is up to you to gauge whether or not the risk reward here is worth for you to buy the dip. You should not be buying the dip if you see someone on Wall Street Bets say, like, fellow apes band together and buy this dip, brethren. That's so cringy, dude. Like, you shouldn't be buying the dip then. You should be buying the dip if, say, for example, you've had a plan before you enter the position where if you bought uh, Andy at $80, right? And um, if you had supports lined up if you had resistances lined up and you had like a plan that plan could have looked like okay i understand that amd's trading at 80 bucks i just bought today uh what i'll do if it hits 75 which is like the major support that's been hitting all this time i will buy 50 shares at 75 dollars if it reaches there And then there's a huge gap down towards the next support, which is at $60. And then I'll buy my next 50 shares there. A lot of people don't take the time to plan out those type of scenarios. I think that's a very realistic scenario that some of you can actually just straight up be in right now. There's a lot of people that was buying into AMD and talking about AMD on the last live stream and uh just amd being at the 75 support right now is huge and you know if you guys and girls want to take the time to study or if you're like at your computer right now just look at the amd chart like right now amd if you zoom out just like on the monthly i think or maybe like the three months six month, you're gonna see that the price has hit 75 multiple times but there's a huge gap in price downwards where there's 60. So someone that had bought it previously because AMD has gotten it down from, since then could have had the plan and said, you know what, at 75 I'll buy 50 and if it actually does gap down, I'll buy another 50 at 60, no matter what. And then from there, uh, you will have the 100 shares that you have at $80, but then now you suddenly have another 100 shares to lower your cost basis by, by a significant amount and then that cost basis of the second 100 shares that you just purchased, remember the, what, the 50 shares that you just bought at 75 at the first support, and then at 60, another 50 at the $60 price um, on the gap down, that's going to enable you to sell covered calls that actually make sense. If you say, for example, bought AMD stock at $80, and you don't know what you're doing or maybe you you believe in buy and hold which i am totally a fan of if you buy amd at 80 bucks and you're like i'm gonna hold this forever and i'm not gonna do anything with it that that is fine i'd rather have you do that but i understand that that that's boring and most people don't do that so that's why i'm about to talk about this so if you buy amd without a plan and you buy amd at 80 bucks and you watch it go down to 60 and then you've done all this research about theta Gang strategies. You've done all this research about premium and covered calls and stuff. You're going to get stuck in a scenario where now suddenly you have AMD at cost basis sixty bucks, or I mean, sorry, eighty bucks. Um, that's now trading at sixty that you can't sell covered calls on. Right, and then maybe now is the time that you can double down. And then you would even have a better cost basis than if you doubled down at 75 and then 60 because you would just have doubled down at 60, but you miss missed out on the risk reward for the upside. So the reason why you split is because you're not absolutely betting on a downturn either, right? There, There's a huge chance Andy's trading at 80, AMD goes down to 75 and then it bounces at 75 for a, a while right? Like if it's respected the the support then, it's it, there's a good chance it's going to re- respect the support now. So it's going to continue to bounce from 75 to 77, 76, 77, 78, 75. It's going to do this thing where it could possibly go sideways. And if you never invest at this level here because you're maybe the doom investor that only buys a dip when it's catastrophic, right? In this case, it's Hey, I'm only gonna buy the dip if AMD dips down to 60, which is cool by all means, because you're probably going to still be making money on the AMD that you buy at 80, but you need to be also getting in the habit of, you know, know, flexing your buy the dip muscle. And then some of that is, you can be attained by buying the dip at supports that you uh, previously planned. For example, the 75, right? Buying half of the dip that you're planning to buy at 75 and then the other half at 60 and I want to just like remind everybody everyone has a different style of trading when it comes to um, moments like these. You were at a critical support. What do you do? What do I do? What does the next person do? Um, There's just something to be said that I feel like a lot of people overlook is just the fact that like you don't want to be taking the risk uh, when you can afford to wait. Uh, my heart goes out to the people that are red for this year i mean granted we had a killer beginning of the year and it, i could imagine it being very triggering for those that are uh, red for the year now after having such a stellar start um i that's all it's like one of the reasons i haven't been tweeting the triggering tweets on twitter just because i i have a heart as, as to, like during coronavirus, I wasn't triggering people until like halfway up the V. Okay. I was definitely optimistically bullish and I was very kind at the bottom. dude. I people said that they lost their respect for me at some point because I was so optimistically bullish because I wanted us to return to normal, right? Like it, it, times were crazy during that time. And so I have a heart, right? I'm not going to purposely trigger you when I know you're down. Like I, I'm not, that type of dude but i'm that type of dude to definitely make you think it's just like i know and understand you got enough to think about right now so as i'm like just tweeting out this like fear greed index thing and i'm just taking the back seat if for those that are listening to the podcast please understand that this is the time where you need to reflect and like learn about what your trading habits are like because we're at this is your warning like if you've ever wanted a warning ever for like a catastrophic, a catastrophic crash, or like the next huge rally rip up. It's your moment here. And I'm telling you, you don't need to take the coin flip. If you have like 10 K ready to go, right? Say, say you don't have anything invested. You have 10 K ready to go. Why don't you come up with a plan to spend $1,000 a week for the next 10 weeks? And that's two and a half months. That's sick. Right? Imagine the dollar cost averaging you could do and how much fun you could have buying stock, selling stock if you promise to only limit yourself to $1,000 a week. That is amazing. You can learn about volatility. You can learn about just like getting in and out of trades. Maybe you start learning but hey, you know, swing trading is not my thing. Or, you know, I start looking at dark pools. You start looking at all these different strategies and alerts and all these things that Junie says like are as oogla boogla. You can do that now. You don't have to do with all 10K at once when we're at this inflection point though. And then this is just one of those moments where, you know, you learn by getting got, or you know, you you just don't learn. Because I personally, I think everyone needs to get got in order to learn. Uh, I've gotten got a few times. I've also made a lot of money a few times. And you know, at the end, I'd say it's about even in the wall street best days i remember like getting out after the Al. remember if uh what what is the phrase imagine an ally savings account doing better than you that was the last straw i was done i was done i was like yeah you know what that's not for me uh, i'm not gonna do that anymore i'm gonna see if theta gang is up to par and i'm gonna see if this is actually true if i could do it i started doing it it was amazing worked for me It's helped my mindset during downturns. I think this is a strategy for me because I like playing house. I like playing blue-white control. I like staying in control. I like the feeling that these strategies give me. But also, you know, doing these strategies, I see a lot of people blow up, right? Left and right. People are doing the same strategies. Some people doing doing similar strategies. Some people doing a polar opposite strategies blowing up and all i have memories of that is just basically i have like a folder of screenshots of people is calling calling the top i have screenshots of people being super bearish on tesla back when it was trading $300 before the split uh, their accounts are deleted now uh, <laughs> um i have screenshots of people going all in on puts on the bottom of coronavirus like i i have all these people blowing up left and right and you know, especially the ones that like kind of inspired me to get into it in the first place. Like a lot of you, I don't know what happened to storm Will pass from, um, from wall street bets. He was a mod. I think he got caught up with the jar stuff. And that's a shame because I feel like he was a big inspiration to a lot of people, but I remember him getting got, like he got destroyed, uh, going short on Tesla. And then there's like all these people. That you know fell prey to all these like really high premium scenarios. I mean, like selling calls against Tesla was racking you like two k a week on weeklies. It was nuts. But obviously you get paid that amount for that reason. And it's like I have all these memories of you know like these this like basically this World War Two type of like montage in my head of people blowing up and. I I just remember those moments whenever things get super scary, like the, the Bono coronavirus. I remember like, hey, you know what? I don't want I don't want to be on the front page of While she bets. I don't want to farm that karma. I don't even want to like joke around about like, oh my wife and uh, boyfriend type of thing. Like what that stuff? No, like I, I grew out of that. I still think some of it can be funny though. It's like overplayed to the T just because there's so many people in that subreddit now but yeah man like it's buying the dip being these scenarios is where you learn and then it's up to you to remember these moments next time it happens right like how many of you have traded during coronavirus like just think think of what the times were like during that moment uh, did you make any bad trades during those moments did you did you make any hasty judgment calls? Did you sell too early? Did you not buy the dip here or there? That's the predicament that we're in right now. Um, on the way down with coronavirus, there are a lot of head fakes up, lots of dead cat bounces. Um, you know, people that said, "Oh, I'm up," you know, a thousand percent on calls that held till the end of the week ended up losing, right? Like, there's a lot of scenarios where you still have to be disciplined enough to learn to take gains off the table there, there's not going to be some like guarantee that we're going to reach all-time high because this is the correction that everyone's been waiting for though you know you can frame it that way in some context you can frame anything anyway you can you could talk about how inflation is almost at four percent and you know that this is going to be the start of you know money not worth anything and crypto going up but then you can also say that like, uh, inflation is transitory, and that you know inflation does need to go up if the economy needs to be fixed, and the Fed will uh, hike rates. And who's to say raising um, or hiking rates is going to uh, be bearish, right? Like if people are so worried about inflation, maybe rate hikes now are a good thing. Who knows, right? Especially after a huge correction, that might give more faith back in the dollar. That might start rebalancing gold and start rebalancing crypto. There's a whole lot of things you don't know there's a whole lot of things i don't know but this is what makes the stock market super cool like you can be you can you can have your entire own style in this thing and that's why i love about it it's it's like similar to jiu jitsu it's like similar to skateboarding I, I i mean i'm assuming that this is like similar just any hobby really like in any hobby you can it, the hobby is usually so deep you can find your own style like imagine the gathering I like blue white. I don't like blue white flyers. I like a spell heavy blue white. In skateboarding, I like flat ground a lot. I'm not much of a vert skater. In fishing, I like surf fishing. I also like lake fishing. I also think I like backpack fishing uh, what else, what else, one more, I, there's like one, oh, stock market, like <laughs> duh, <laughs> stock market, you can be a dark pool trader, you can follow the big money, you could be a swing trader, you could be a day trader, you could be a theta gang trader, you could be, um, just a person that does Bollinger bands, or you could, whatever, you know, like, I don't even know if I'm a Bollinger, Bollinger, whatever, it's like, you could do all these, types of styles of trading you could definitely like hone in on your own strategy and then like you know tell people about like like i do on this podcast you could you could create your own strategy and then start a podcast how awesome is that you can create your own skateboard trick and post on youtube and you'd be pretty sick right shout out to johnny geiger like dude ah this is why having hobbies is so important And as you grow older, and as you find out, you know, your friends are too busy to do things, you need to have hobbies. One million percent. You need to have hobbies. There's no getting around it. If you want to play golf, you play golf. You want to skateboard, you play skateboard. You want to learn how to play piano. You want to learn how to raise orchids. You want a shrimp tank. You want all these things. Make sure you got your hobbies in check, because there's going to come a day where, you know, just all your friends and I'm talking about like the two or three good friends that you have, right? Cause I feel like that's the norm for everybody now. Um, is this like, make sure you're taken care of. You are happy. You are doing things that you like. And if the stock market ever becomes too much like it is right now, you know, there's a lot of people losing money and if it becomes just a little bit tad too much. You can always go with the approach of stepping away from the computer, deciding to take a month off, where you just do not look at your portfolio. Granted, like you might have to manage some of your options if you need to do that. Um, but you know, putting in an auto deposit and just seeing your money grow that way, where the money is just being raised in cash for your portfolio, and um, and it's just growing and it's not being invested. And then when you come back with a fresh mind, you're ready to go. That's also an option. But i don't talk about that one often though i do bring it up occasionally um yeah anyway good topic today i i don't know like i feel like i gave like one example of buying the first dip and then maybe i feel like today was good i feel like today was a very realistic example again remember if you want to follow today's example maybe rewind uh and then look at amd's stock price or stock chart um, and I was talking about 80, 75 and 60. And so if you want to just like, you know, have this a little exercise that you're doing, maybe you're sipping on your morning coffee or, um, you definitely don't do that if you're piloting a plane, <laughs> but, uh, it, or directing a plane, but it, if you're in front of the computer and if you want to follow along and have that feeling, then maybe like pull up the AMD graph and then look at what I'm talking about and then see if any of it even makes sense. Um, for those of uh, for those of you that uh, sent in emails of uh, that are that's wishing my mom better, I appreciate them a whole bunch. Brian's out my day. Absolutely the reason why this podcast exists is just like the the community is a huge huge thing. Like the live stream is always fun, this podcast, I love doing it. Doesn't bring in any money, but I love doing it and it, the show continues. I cannot believe this is 96 episodes. That's crazy. 96 weeks i have i have not missed an episode in 96 weeks that is crazy if you do anything for 96 weeks in a row in a row that is crazy to me that is nuts anyway um enough uh tuning my own horn there uh, it's just it, it's it's just surreal this this all started with the gaming headset and I was just talking the gaming headset. I, and I'm still the same dude like there's there's just I've not I'm still the same person I I I've grown my training strategy but I still trade somewhat the same um, and it's just being consistent is the best way that you can be allowed I feel like you know I say the oh, I'm real like all the time but I'd say, because I'm so consistent, I can just, like, let my mouth run. Because I, I know that I'm, I'm not going to deviate or, like, be con- contradictory. Like, I'm just going to straight up say what's on my mind because I'm consistent. I think maybe maybe I'll change my uh, my username to Consistent uh, theta Gang. <laughs> maybe. Um, anyway. No, that's probably going to be too long. Um... Hmm. I think about anything else. I don't think so. I'll see everybody in the outro. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Uh, I know times are tough right now, uh, but we're turning the corner and uh, yeah, optimistically bullish. okay so I was recording this outro and you know in the 1% game I go for a really really long time I went for about like 20 minutes here uh, just talking um, but it my computer crashed and I thought like I would have to record this entire podcast over because I'm starving right now uh, but I don't have to Uh, but it did save up until this outro so I'm just gonna say a quick outro here uh, and spare you the 20 minutes that I did ramble for the 1% section this week. Um, but yeah, wow! That that's... shout out to whoever made the cra- crash recovery uh, software for Windows, because or maybe it's on Audacity. I'm not sure how crash recovery works on uh, the system level. So, uh, but that was that was super relieving. I was going to be very, very upset if I had to uh, record that again. So you can follow me on Twitch at Real Theta Gang. You can follow me on Twitter at RealTheta You can email me at Junie at Thetagame.com. Theta, theta is proudly partnered with TastyWorks, And signing up with the Theta Gang referral code is a huge help. That's Theta Gang, one word, all caps. And I wanna give a quick extended shout out to my patrons here. Um, Shout out to Bingo Bingo, Maj Deer, Mike D, Slow Motion, JZN, Malap, Yegmar, Camp, Make Mining, RLL, IRL, Empty Cans, Oneer, Boop 2865, Mitch 27, J Train 184, Greg Thomas, um, GJ Wilson, McFly, Siski Random, Tom Thomas, Mr. Integrity, Drevy, Finney Piz, Island Bell, Wheaton, Soups Mojo, Na, Oda Cheese, Mom, Menny 256, Chyvanus, NM, M. Hayden, Lil. The Little, Little, Mr. Sneezy, Mano Dum Dum, Grandpa Pound Name 5, Gorlami Salami, Leo Jetson, Johnny 5, Fancy Wolf, Bizu, Nate the River, Just Send It, Wilkai, Norfist, Fury, Bat Trader, Chicken Dinner, Best Duo Ever, RRD, RR Dine, Ober, Ober Slava Lipin, Ivan Yurkanov, Red Green Blue, uh, Roadster 99, to Taco Tuesday, Options Test, Lord Skeletor, ride Radovan 1986, Laser Zeros, The Jester, crispy Kreme boy Hermes kaput rustier shifty AG and Ny 88 holy moly I was fumbling through that oh I'm just I'm just super glad that I don't have to record this entire episode again I'm going to just just take that as a sign just to not take up more of your time in the outro thank you for listening this far uh, I'll have more for the 1% gang next week um, but till then uh, just stay careful out there and the stock market doesn't define who you are. Pick up some nice hobbies uh, uh, to take your mind off of it if it becomes too much. And uh, talk about it on live stream. See you there, Tuesday, 6 p.m. Pacific Time, twitch.tv slash game